WDYKA, the What Do You Know About podcast. Each episode, we'll be breaking down pop culture topics from totally different worlds. What do you know about video games, reality TV, science fiction, true crime, tech, YouTubers, and more. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode four of What Do You Know About? Hi, uh, I am one of your hosts, Michaela, and I'm here with my awesome husband. Say your name. Chris. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this happens every time. Yeah, but like you, said, you, you said it as if like you were as if you were going to say it. <laughs> you didn't say, my awesome husband, and well, then, you I know, know. you just said it hand, like normal, just, and then you stopped talking. I gestured towards you. Anyways, um, we are so glad to have you guys back with us for another awesome episode. Uh, Hopefully you enjoy it. I think we're going to start out this episode with some um, kind of questions to like get to know us a little bit, but also it's to decide who's going to go first on their topic. So without further ado, might as well get into it, right? Yeah. So while Michaela pulls that up, we got some icebreaker questions where it's like, who was born closer to what one of the ones you did earlier was who was born closest to where you are right now, for mm-hmm. example. And Which we're we going to just grab five of them at random and whoever gets more of them goes first. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's just do, I'm going to just kind of scroll through and let whatever it stops on on first. Is what I'm gonna do. Okay. Um, <laughs> whoever has had the most coffee slash tea slash water today today um how much have you had today probably more than me you're so much better about drinking that refresher from duncan i actually didn't have my water bottle with me but i did have like four sparkling waters Mm. like aldi sparkling waters what Um, flavor tell the people passion fruit it's the best flavor from aldi Mm. yeah everybody every every place has their best flavor but but passion fruit is the best one at aldi it's true Okay, so you had a refresher this morning, a medium refresher? Small. A small refresher, wow. But I watered it down with extra water. Okay, got you. And then like five cans of sparkling water. What are those, like eight ounces or something? Yes, they're eight ounces. I mean, I think you pretty much got me beat. I had a large iced coffee this morning. I had maybe one can of sparkling water. And that's it. I'm about to take no, a drink. No, I had some. I had some water. I'm about to take a drink here out of my. Uh, I think this is 40 ounces water bottle. <laughs> I think my water bottle is like 32 or something, but I just I forget. I forget to fill it up. Some days I'm so good about it, and I drink so much water. Today is not one of those days. All right, that's one for me. Yeah, we should yeah. do games like this more often. Last time we did like a dice roll. Not thing. fun. Not interesting. Well, it would have um, been interesting, but you like okay. to suck the fun out of fun things sometimes. Uh, this is a weird one. Whoever, excuse me. Okay, this is a weird one. Whoever has the best control of their eyebrows slash nostrils. I think we I both have like... relatively equal. I mean, you can't do the thing where one eyebrow goes up and the other one. You can't like slide the eyebrows. Not really. But I can't do that either. Okay. Well, what then... can you do with your nostrils? I can flare them. I can pull them up a little bit. 
Is yeah, this good I mean, podcast I, material? I think we I think we have the same amount of We're being control. kind of freaks. I think over that's here. a tie. Yeah, I think it's a tie too. We'll go to a tiebreaker if it ends up mattering. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next one. See what I'm wrong. Okay. Um who ha- whoever has the most color colorful shirt slash blouse slash shoes slash socks. I'm not sure if it means what we're wearing currently or in our wardrobe. I think what you're wearing currently. Yeah, what I'm would be wearing you? a nice red shirt, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm wearing mismatched socks and green uh, slippers. I am literally wearing a white shirt and white socks and like the most acid washed jeans. So I I think I completely lose. Like it's all void of color. All right. Well, that's two for me. One more and I win. Well, I said two out of three. So. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. earlier we were talking about three out of five. I had I had the wrong number in my head. So you win, dude. Okay, I win. For the third time in four shows, I go first. Congratulations. We're going to have to keep a tally of how many times people go first because I know it's going to be me a lot because for some reason I've gone first way more times than you so far. Yeah, I don't know. It's just and it's the luck of the draw, I guess. It's the luck of the draw yeah all right for anybody new to the show the way this works is we each have a podcast topic well a pod, obviously a podcast topic a pop culture topic that we're going to sort of ask the other person what they know about it and then once we've done that we'll go into a deep dive about that topic and we each have one i'm gonna go first all right last week i brought you the lord of the rings which is a great pop culture topic this week i'm going to ask you michaela what do you know about a super mario man i knew there was a reason you were wearing this costume i was like (laughs) okay chris is currently wearing most of his halloween costume which is mario because we're all dressing up as like soup you know mario i'm peach our daughter is toad you know we're gonna do something really cute I was like, why is he still wearing this? It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't look that comfortable, but... Um, it actually is very comfortable. Well, the go. reason I put it on in the first place is because the last piece, the overalls arrived in the mail today. Yeah, that's true. And I wanted to try the whole thing on. That right. is my actually my first quick facts, is that our Halloween costume this year yeah. is from this pop culture topic. And I am... I Honestly, I'm so excited. It's so cute. Um, but as far as what I know... So are you, are you talking about Mario in general? You said Super Mario? What'd you say? I said Super Mario okay. to differentiate it from Mario. Because Mario is a name. Like, people are named Mario, you know. Yeah, yeah, It's kind yeah. of generic. To, I didn't want to say, we're talking about Mario. I mean, you know, you would have got it. Sure. But we're actually going to go deeper into the distinction in this deep dive. Yeah, okay. Between Mario and Super Mario. Okay, I we're gotcha. We're go deep. What, all, all the different kinds of things that he shows up in? Like, all the different games yes. and stuff? Okay. But, well, yeah, just talk about Mario, the character, the man, the myth, the... The, the, the legend. The spaghetti. The... <laughs> my spaghetti. Um, okay, so what I know about Mario is, like, not probably that much. I mean, you know, I, I, I know he's a plumber, and I know he's... In the canon, he's originally from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> what? I learned what? this recently. Actually, um, you know, we'll get deeper into that too. Okay. And then um, I know he has a brother named Luigi. Mm-hmm. 
I know his romantic interest is Peach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know his arch enemy is Bowser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what is the context? I mean, you know, basics. He's in the Mushroom Kingdom. You know, he's fighting the turtles and mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Bowser's henchmen. Bowser. Mm-hmm. And Bowser himself mm-hmm. to save Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. Because Bowser has a thing for Peach too, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. But um, I, yeah, I, I mean, there's obviously lots of things. So there's like the Super Mario Bros. There's Super Mario Party. There's Mario Kart. There's, mm-hmm. um, I don't know more than one super mario brothers too also and like mario super mario maker or something i don't know mm. i know there's lots of different lots and lots of different games like lots of different games but um personally i've only ever played mario kart and i may have played one with you before but i was like probably close <laughs> to tears because i was so oh, bad at no. it no Per usual, but um, no, Michaela, you're perfect. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know much about okay. like all of the different games, but I do know, yeah. you know, I know the character. I you know the know, character. You don't know, know all the trivia, but you have your pop culture bases. Oh, covered, sure. Right. Like I, I feel like I could, I could, you know, hold my own. You could hold your own in a in like a Mario character naming contest. Yeah, we'll do that on a bonus show. Maybe. Well, let's do the quick facts. I'm going to do a lot of numbers here. This is what I like to do in my segments. I like to throw numbers out at the beginning. I like the numbers, yeah. All right. Uh, Mario, or Super Mario as he's sometimes known, probably the most famous video game character, and you didn't even mention. I mean, you know, and everybody just takes for granted. Mario is sort of Mr. Video Games, the face of video games. Sort of a mascot. Um probably the most famous video game character of all time all right starring in over how many games i'm gonna guess like 30 starring in over 200 (gasps) games since 1981 that's wild my gosh i i guess i mean i guess it makes sense but i i don't know i don't think i would have I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, Mario turned 40 last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, old old man. <laughs> what was he already? Like 50? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what, what his canonical age is. <laughs> I don't have that in my quick facts. Um, all right. In terms of Mario and the video games he appears in, there's lots of different series of Mario games and that you're, I'm sure you're familiar with all mm-hmm. of them. There's all of the sports games. There's golf oh, and tennis yes. and there's been pretty much any sport you can think of there. there there's been the um, golf the for the um, switch that we played mm-hmm. was like the most chaotic thing. Like the one that you play with other people. Yeah. What is that called? The like party version Mario or something? Golf. Oh, the, uh, oh, it's not called battle mode. That's, that's, that's multiplayer. I don't know what it was. It was wild. It's like battle golf. It was wild. Yeah. Um, there's Mario Party and Mario Kart. So all of those along with the sports games sort of in the party genre, you know, bring along a bunch mm-hmm. of people. Even people don't usually Got play video games. Got the multiplayer, you know. Yeah. 
most people have played a round of Mario yeah. Kart in their time. There's Mario RPGs like Paper Mario, mm-hmm. Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Mario. There's the main series of Mario, which is actually what we're going to talk about today. We're not going to talk as much about the spinoffs. We're going to talk about well, we're going to talk about sort of the origins of Mario, and then a little bit more about the main series of Mario. Um, on Wikipedia's list of highest grossing media franchises, if you recall, if you just, Michaela, recall, <laughs> we had an episode zero where I talked about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pokemon is number one on that list. Yes. Where do you think Mario ranks? I'm going to guess in the top five. Almost. Number six on that oh, list. Okay. It's Pokemon, Hello Kitty, yep. Mickey Mouse, Winnie the Pooh, and Star oh. Wars, and then Mario. I would have never guessed Winnie the Pooh would be in the top five. Yeah, crazy. Uh, the Mario franchise has grossed $47.5 billion. Uh, I, I just had to think for a second. Billion. Like billion. Billion. I, mm, it's I don't also, even know It's the best-selling video game franchise of all time. I know Pokemon's on that list, but the the you know the bulk of the pokemon money is from also the other stuff besides video games um yeah my last quick fact was that we're going as mario and princess peach for halloween yes we are and our daughter's gonna be toad yes oh it's gonna be so cute it'll be adorable i'm so excited all right so let's go into the deep dive section uh we're gonna talk today about the super mario series so most of these games I'm going to talk about. Let's talk about what, what this actually means. Because actually this is not cut and dry statement. Um, there's there's a great YouTube video. It's 45 minutes. <laughs> by um, Jan Measley. That's G- J-A-N-M-I-S-A-L-I. Great channel. Sort of an underground YouTube channel I'd say. The video is called How Many Super Mario Games Are There? It's a 45 minute video. Um, okay. You there's no, this there's video? Made, I've watched it a lot of times actually. Of course. Um, there's, there isn't that much consensus on this because there's a lot of games that are like, oh, well, I don't think that's, some people don't think it's part of the series and other people think it is part of the series. It's very interesting. Um, what we're going to talk today is about sort of the main series of Mario games. Now, when you think of, oh, it's a Mario game, when you're not thinking of Mario Party, Mario Kart, all that stuff. What do you think of? I think of that like whatever that is, two-dimensional, one-dimensional, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it's one direction. You're going across the the it's scrolling screen, you know, jumping on the blocks, avoiding the the flower or the the, the, the piranha plants coming mm-hmm. out of the tube. You're, or jumping into tubes for like yeah. the secret rooms, that kind of stuff. That's what I picture. That's exactly right. So they're called platformers. They're yes. called that because, so you control Mario in a 2D or 3D. There's also 3D games in the series. You navigate obstacles by jumping. That's why it's called a platformer. You jump onto platforms. You jump on enemies. You, you try to avoid enemies. You try to reach the goal. Some of the games you collect things instead of reaching the goal, but all of them are sort of bound by control Mario. It's an action game, and there's jumping on platforms and trying to complete these challenges, right? So examples of these main series, they're Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario World, New Super Mario Brothers, there's Super Mario 64, all those kinds of games. Um, 
So, let's get into the origins of Mario. So, Mario, the series, is published by the video game company Nintendo, which I'm sure most people have heard of. Uh, Nintendo's company has existed actually since 1889. They started as a playing card company. They made Hanafuda cards in Japan, which was a, pop- it was a popular gambling game. It's actually sort of an underground game. Like gambling was like outlawed in Japan, mm-hmm. so it was sort of seedy actually. Um, they pivoted into toys in like the 50s, 60s, that kind of range, and then. Early 80s, late 70s, arcade games started to boom. So there were pivot into arcade games, you know, where a toy company will make arcade games. Um, so they had one early arcade game in the early 80s called Radar Scope, which was a bomb. It, had, it failed. And so the president of the company was like, we got to do something to turn us around. And we got to do something with all of these Radar Scope arcade cabinets that we're not going to sell anymore because the game sucks. So the president of the company calls on Shigeru Miyamoto, who is the creator of Mario, mm-hmm. the the god of mm. of the video game designers of all time, mm-hmm. the 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 lord of Mario, <laughs> and also of of the Legend of Zelda, which we'll talk about in another oh, episode. Oh yes. Um, so he goes to Shigeru Miyamoto and he's like, "Can you come up with something, a new game that we can put into these old crappy ca- cabinets that nobody wants to buy?" We're going to take the old radar scope cabinets, put a new game in it, right? Uh, so he comes up with a game. He thinks of an idea where, you know, it's a game where you control some character. It's a side-on view, basically what you just described. You move left and right. You jump over stuff. Um, you know, and this is the kind of thing, actually, you haven't seen in arcade games. Arcade, a lot of arcade games at this point, there's games where you are floating in space. You shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was actually mostly floating in space and shooting stuff at that point yeah yeah um so this game is called donkey kong uh oh yes okay i did i didn't actually know this that mario first appeared in a donkey kong game yes yeah the classic arcade game 1981 long time ago donkey kong um it's a game where you control the character mario a man with overalls and a mustache and a hat um, a plumber, some might say. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you control character Mario. You climb a construction site to rescue your girlfriend Pauline from the runaway ape, the namesake of the game Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, not Pauline. Not Pauline. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong captures Pauline, and Mario has to climb the construction site. And Donkey Kong doesn't want him to do that. So Donkey Kong chucking barrels down the construction and Mario has to jump over the barrels Mm -hmm. um this is a classic very famous arcade game there's a whole uh award-winning documentary called the king of kong a fistful of quarters Mikhail's never seen it oh we were talking about about it the other day yeah we we talked Um, about this a while ago and I was like hey well we should watch that we should we should watch that sometime but yeah very famous arcade game apart from the characters of Mario and the character of Donkey Kong who are famous in their own rights um, okay, where did these iconic elements of Mario, I mentioned that he has, you know, he's named Mario, he has the overalls, he has a hat, he has all this stuff in the very first outing. So where does all this come from? Why does he have all this stuff? Because it's, it's a weird concept, right? Well, especially because it's like not, obviously, it's not Japanese, like. Oh, that too, um, yeah. He's like supposed to be Italian or whatever, you know. 
So you're like, where do you get the, yeah, where'd you get that inspiration right. well, there's from, this stuff. This stuff actually comes from technical limitations of the video game. Um, the overalls and the mustache, for example. Think about this video game. This is a character on the screen that's like eight by eight pixels. Six, you know, you have like 64 pixels to make up this entire character on the screen. So if you have a face that's like four pixels tall, mm-hmm. how are you going to have a mouth and the chin and the eyes mm. and the nose and all of that stuff? Mm-hmm. You can't do that with four pixels tall. So yeah. what you do is you make the bottom pixel chin, the next pixel up is a mustache, mm-hmm. and the next pixel up is the eyes. You know, mm-hmm. you do it like that, and mm-hmm. then you don't have to draw a mouth separate right. from the eyes and all that stuff. Right. Um, so that's where the mustache comes from, and that's the same place the hat oh. comes from and the overalls. If you don't have overalls, it's kind of hard to d- decipher the movement of the character running and jumping. You can't see right. the arms moving if the shirt is all the same color, right? Oh, I got you. Yeah. So that's where the overalls come from. As for the name Mario, the character, the main character of Donkey Kong was named Jumpman because he jumps. That's what he was named by Miyamoto and the developers. Um, for promotional materials in America, Nintendo of America, they called him Mario often. And he was named after Nintendo of America's landlord for their office, Mario Segale. <laughs> who was famous for busting into a meeting one day and asking for the rent. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, not not his spaghetti. Yes, not his spaghetti. <laughs> um, and I'm sure a combination of that name, which stuck at one point, and like the mustache and all that stuff sort of led to him becoming this Italian stereotype yeah, character. Right, right. Well, we all know the Italians are, you know... A they marginalized have, you know, group. You all know they have mustaches and they're all named Mario. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's flash forward to the next game. Actually, there was more games in between. There's Donkey Kong 2 where Mario's a villain. The only game where Mario's a bad guy. What? Yeah, Mario captures Donkey Kong, puts him in a cage. Actually, no, I'm thinking of Donkey Kong Jr., not Donkey Kong 2. There's no Donkey Kong 2. It's just Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, you play as Donkey Kong he Jr. He puts the monkey in a cage? Yeah. <gasps> and you play Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong's son, trying to rescue yeah. him from the cage. Mm. Does then, Mario get his ass beat? No, you just keep doing it forever until you run out of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing with Donkey Kong. They know I mean, what Don- they're doing. <laughs> in Donkey Kong, you know, Mario never saves his girlfriend. You just keep going until you run out of quarters. <laughs> what? There's no end? Well, I mean, Mario gets to the top and there's a little heart, but then you keep going. It's an arcade game. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We're going to flash forward two, year, two years to 1983. An arcade game was released called Mario Brothers or Mario Bros. Yeah, um, okay. Which, you know, the Mario series is a big fan of calling it bros instead of brothers. Long before there were bros. Yeah. This is bros with a period as in. Right. Just it, an abbreviation. It's an abbreviation. Yeah. Not a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a new arcade game. It featured the same character from Donkey Kong, now officially named Mario. Um, it also featured the bro, who they called Luigi, in I think just in the promotional materials too, or it might have been on the cabinet. It's um, amazing. It was the first game to introduce that. It was the first game to introduce that Mario was a plumber. Uh, this game is also a platforming game. It takes place in like a sewer, like there's pipes and stuff, and it has the turtles, which would be famous later. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's the first to introduce Mario as a plumber, introduce the brother. 
Um, all right, let's flash forward uh, another two years. And we're going to talk about Super Mario Bros. Now, this is the big, this is the big game that starts everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, wind it back again, 1983 still. So that was, that was when Mario Bros. came out. Arcade games been popular for some time. And many video games are starting to come into the home. We're starting to see things you can plug into your TV and play the arcades at home, except mm-hmm. they're way crappier than the arcades. Mm-hmm. Um, around that time of 1983, though, consumers started to lose interest with video games at home. They stopped mm-hmm. buying stuff. There was basically, there's no regulations on the market. Stores had bajillion games that, like, you know, whoever made, and they were really bad, and everybody was like, mm. video games at home suck. I got you, yeah. This is called the video game crash of 1983. Everybody basically thought video games at home is never a thing. It's never going to happen again. Yeah, arcade is the way. Yeah, because gotcha. video games at home suck, and nobody no. buys them anymore, mm-hmm. and it's just a failed vin- business venture. All right, so Nintendo has a plan about this. Nintendo had a successful at-home system called the Famicom. This was in Japan. They feared a failure overseas uh, because of the video game crash. You know, everybody is like, you can't do video games at home. This is in America. Um, so what they decide to do is they have this they hatch this whole plan. They rename the system. They call it the Nintendo Entertainment System. And now it sounds like it's something that goes like with your VCR or something, you know. And they renamed the cartridges are called Game Packs. And they bundle this robot toy with the with the system, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and they pack in a game pack with the system, and sort of they market it instead of marketing it as like, oh, this is you know at home video games, bring the arcade home. They're marketing it as like this is the hot new toy for the holiday season. Right now they're it, targeting it. Re-brand. They're targeting it at the kids, you know. Yeah, because before video games, it's like oh, it's for you know all the people. Which, you know, is sort of why there's, like, the stigma around video games, you know, in the 90s and 2000s yeah. and stuff. It's like, oh, it's just, just for kids. That's why we can't have, like, violent video games or this mm-hmm. and that. That's a whole different discussion, obviously. Right. Um, there's actually a great YouTube video about this whole thing um, by the Gaming Historian. If you look oh, up yes. the Gaming okay. Historian's video about ROB, the robotic operating buddy, that's the toy robot I was talking about. It's his whole great wow. history. He does these great, like, Ken Burns-style documentaries about, you know, video games and stuff. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, anyways, one of the games that came with the system as a bundle was a new game featuring Mario from Donkey Kong Mario Bros. Called Super Mario Bros. Mm. This is a landmark game, both for Mario and for video games in general. Mm-hmm. In this game do everything that you already described when I asked you what do you think. You run right. from left to right, get to the end of the level, you you uh you know, you bash question the mark Koopa, blocks with your head. You Koopa jump things. on top of you jump on top of turtles, Koopas, mm-hmm. you jump on top of the the Goombas, you make them flat. Yeah. You jump over blocks, you we get the hearts and the stars yeah. and the mushrooms. You get the you get all the power-ups. Yeah. Um these are all things that... Not hearts. Flowers. Well, I mean, depending right? on the game, Super Mario Bros. 2 has hearts. Okay. Anyways, so in this game, Mario lives in a fantasy kingdom called the Mushroom Kingdom. He's no longer a plumber. Well, you know, he's a plumber, uh, you know, officially, but, like, he doesn't plumb in By the game. By night. 
by night by day <laughs> he's, he's... by day he jumps on yes on blocks right um there's an evil dragon creature that they make up called bowser he kidnaps the princess of this mushroom kingdom mm-hmm. who's now mm-hmm. known as peach actually at the time in america they're had different names but in japan they were always bowser and peach and now they're bowser and peach everywhere um good names yeah they used to be princess toadstool (laughs) (laughs) and uh king koopa oh my gosh i mean king koopa's not bad but princess toadstool (laughs) it's a good glad they rebranded um yeah so mario and luigi if you play as two players um they embark on an adventure to rescue the princess and you do all the things we already talked about you jump on you jump on stuff you jump under stuff you get power up you get to the end of the level but yeah this is a landmark in video games because think about arcade games we talked about this donkey kong or mario bros you can play and play and play and your score goes up and you try to get the high score this is a game where you go you have a beginning and you have an end and like you beat the game this was not thing that was very you know this this was a novel concept Mm -hmm. um this was like an adventure you go on this adventure you know Mm -hmm. as opposed to like you're trying to get the high score um yeah and i mean after that that's it's history for mario a lot of his games going there from there on apart from the spinoffs same formula Mm-hmm. Um, not really adding that much. I mean, you know, obviously you go into 3D, you do, you know, right. you add, you know, a couple new moves to Mario, that kind of stuff. But it's the same concept. You jump on stuff, you jump on, you know, you jump on enemies, you get power ups, you get to the end of the level. Some games, instead of getting to the end of the level, you try and collect things. Um, I mean, that's it. So that, that was my deep dive on the origins of Mario and the start of the Super Mario series. All right. Um, guess what section is next? Personal. The cultural impact. Cultural impact. (laughs) Forgot. All right. Super Mario Brothers and its two sequels, Mario Bros. 2 and Mario Bros. 3. Uh, they were a huge franchise in the 80s and 90s, way bigger than it is now. I mean, right nowadays, it's a big, really big, you know, it's a video game franchise and all that stuff. But at the time, there was, there was breakfast cereal, there was multiple TV shows, there was a live action movie which was a Hollywood flop and nobody wants to talk about it ever again. Yeah. Um who knows maybe this next one will be too. This is when you were talking about the Brooklyn thing, sort of the American Mario in the 90s and late 80s is very different from the canonical video game Mario. Um the American Mario as seen in for example the Super Mario Brothers Super Show or other sources. <laughs> like the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. Was just a plumber from Brooklyn. Right. Until he goes down some magic pipe one day and he ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Right. You know? So he doesn't have the Italian accent. You know, that seems like maybe what Chris Pratt is going for in the movie, right. in the new movie. Right. We'll see. <laughs> I I am of the speculation that it's like a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. But we'll see. Bring it back to the 90s Mario. Bring yeah. it back to Lou Albano yeah. of the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. <laughs> we always wanted it to be back to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a big deal at the time. Um, Super Mario continues to be one of Nintendo's flagship video game series. 
uh, the biggest future installments. There's Super Mario World, 1990, Super Mario 64 in 96, Mario Sunshine in 2002, Mm -hmm. Mario Galaxy in 2007, Mm -hmm. Mario Goes to Space. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Mario Sunshine is Mario Goes on Vacation. (laughs) He deserves a break. Um, Actually, what happens is he goes on vacation and then he gets arrested because of something that Bowser did. And they're like, you have to clean. It's like a, it's like a pollution message. I mean, it it you know we'll not go into wow. that. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyways, Mario Galaxy is two thousand seven. Mario three D World is twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. And Super Mario Odyssey in twenty seventeen mm-hmm. is that's the, the New York City kind of like well noir he got, sort it's of sort of one. a game about going on a trip all around the world so there's lots of very different worlds that he goes to oh, and one of them is he does yes. go to this very new york city uh kind of place is that the one with the hat that has yes like, the it's the one where he stuff? throws the hat yeah okay it's a great game yeah i've watched you play that game um this entire series very critically acclaimed nintendo puts their very best like it's the best video game designers in the world you mm-hmm. know um in terms of just raw like good level design mm-hmm. and like crafting an experience that's just good gameplay this is like the top you know mm-hmm. nintendo puts their top resources into this that and legend of zelda which we mentioned before oh yeah um all right uh, also cultural impact one of the most popular offshoot series is mario kart that's the one you're oh, most yeah. familiar with mm-hmm. uh it's a racing series that's about it's it's like a party game. It's about multiplayer fun for people of all skill levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great time. It is. Truly is. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of fun out of Mario Kart uh, 8 on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Very fun game. I mean, we played it on the plane. We played it in, you know, literally anywhere. It's so, yeah, we love playing Mario Kart. It's a Nintendo know. Switch commercial. You play yeah. it on the plane. <laughs> Not sponsored. You play it in bed. You Okay. Right. <laughs> Play in the bathroom. Play in the bathtub. All right. Next in cultural impact, there's a new movie coming next year. Trailer mm-hmm. just dropped. April seventh, baby. Starring Chris Pratt as Mario. Jack Black Jack is Black Bowser. Jack Black is Bowser. <laughs> yes. Um, by Illumination Studios, the uh, the Minions folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, trailer dropped next last week, and it's coming out next year. Looks kind of cool. I'm actually kind of excited for it. I mean, I know like yeah. people are like, "Oh, Chris Pratt, what is the choose him?" I don't know. I don't hate it, and I, I'm actually kind of excited. Maybe unpopular opinion, but and the last point in the cultural impact of Mario, we're gonna go deep. Deep. Mario is synonymous with video gaming. He's a mascot like Mickey Mouse, and also a representative, an icon like how. When you think of a superhero, you think of a character with a cape mm-hmm. and spandex like Superman. You think of a character like Superman. When you think of a video game, you think of a game like Mario. Mm-hmm. Right? He's evolved over time, but his original concept is always to be the blank slate that represents the player. Mario is you. He's the everyman. That's why he's a plumber. It's why he has a blue collar job and he wears the overalls because he represents... He represents the everyman. Where did you get this? This is common knowledge. You wrote this? I, I mean, I'm paraphrasing from my notes. Wow. Well. 
Okay. That's the last point of my cultural impact section. I gotta be completely honest with you. I have never once seen myself in Mario. <laughs> well, like I said, his character has evolved over time. Yeah. I, I, you know, maybe... So this is why these classic but, famous video game characters don't have a lot of personality. Yeah. Like Link from The Legend of Zelda. Actually, that one's mm. supposed to be more literal. Because he has not very much personality... And his name is literally Link. He's supposed to be the link between the player and the character. He's, and that I get. And that's why he doesn't talk. He's right. supposed to be you. Right. That I get. I feel that. Mario, maybe not <laughs> so much. Mario's a little more happy-go-lucky. Well, I was about days. to say he's a bit more of a character. Like, yeah. he's a, you know, he's a full-on character. It's not like he's just like, like Link. Yeah. No, not really much of a personality. Well, maybe when I do the Legend of Zelda episode, I'll I'll say this whole thing again. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would, it would impact me more. My cultural impact would be mm. impacted. <laughs> I don't know what I All just right. said. The last section I usually have is I talk about my story. Yes. With this pop culture topic. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that much to say. I've played all these games as a kid. As a very little kid, we didn't have any Nintendo at home consoles. We just had handhelds. I played... Um, I've played Mario 1, I played Mario 3, those had, you know, ports on the handhelds, I played, there's different Mario Game Boy games, which we didn't talk about, um, mm -hmm. we had those, and a little bit older, uh, the Nintendo DS, I played Super Mario 64, had a version on the Nintendo DS, uh, I played Super Mario World on the Wii Virtual Console, mm -hmm. um, as a teenager, I played some more of the 3D games I didn't get a chance to play earlier. Mario Galaxy, great game. Actually, mm -hmm. I played Galaxy 2. I didn't play Galaxy 1 until more recently. Mm -hmm. uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Um, in college, I caught up all the gaps. I played stuff on like emulators and stuff and like mm -hmm. you know got all the rest of the games. After college, he had the Nintendo Switch. I had lots of fun with Super Mario Odyssey and Super Mario 3D World plus bowser's fury for the nintendo switch <laughs> <laughs> that's a mouthful it is um but yeah great fun one of my favorite video game series yeah um and of course spinoffs are always present I've, for most probably for most people you know in america have played mario kart before oh, yeah, you yeah. know that kind of thing mm -hmm. um you know mario kart one of my favorites was mario golf for oh, the yeah. Game Boy Color. <laughs> Played that one a lot. It's a really great game. Great music. Oh, yeah. Um, really fun gameplay on that. A lot simple because I feel like I play it when I've tried to play Mario Golf, any of the games on the console. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, but it feels like more, like it feels like the Game Boy version was like simple. Mm. Like it didn't have clutter. Mm -hmm. And also the Game Boy version as opposed to the console versions was like a RPG. You don't play it like you don't like the Mario characters are like these mythical figures. Mm. They're so great at golf. They don't get to see them until the end of the game. Oh my goodness. And you just go on this RPG through the world and work your way up through the world of golf until you're good enough to actually play against Mario at the end. Wow. Yeah. It was a fun time. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It was a great game. Well, that's it. That's the end of my notes. All right. Awesome. And talking about Mario Golf. Uh, what did you learn, Michaela? What did I learn? Um, I didn't know that there were that many games with Mario in it. So that's new information for me. Um, what else did I learn? Um, 
so I, I did already know that Mario was like in a Donkey Kong game. I forgot that I knew that. But I didn't know that the reason, like, th- I, I liked the backstory for the reason for his character and the why, like, the design hmm. and everything. Because it has always perpe- perplexed me a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. why a Italian plumber? Why? But now we know why. Yeah. Um. Why. Anyways, so yeah, awesome. I have two fun facts to end off with. That okay. I was sort of planning on saying, but I didn't write down. And since, you know. Coming back to yeah, you now. Yeah. Um, number one, perhaps the most famous piece of video game trivia. But you might not know it. You probably don't. Um, Super Mario Brothers 2 in America was not the same as Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. Mm. So Super Mario Brothers was released in 1985. And they quickly went to do a sequel. So they put it out in Japan and they sort of envisioned it as like, if you're so good at Mario one, mm-hmm. this is like your next step. Mm. So they, it was sort of like, if you finish Mario one, you've got to end of world eight and this is world nine. Oh, like gotcha. it was hard game. Mm-hmm. It was like the next step up in the hardness of levels. Right. And on America, it's mostly kids playing this. Right. Mm. And so mm-hmm. the Nintendo of America person got the game and they tried to play it and it was like really frustrating. And they were like, this isn't going to sell why this is bad. Um, so Nintendo's like, what are we going to do? Mario brothers one is this giant hit in America. And how are we going to put out this Mario Bros. two? It's not going to sell and people are going to hate. So they took this existing game called Doki Doki panic. <laughs> what? Um, and they were like, if we ch- they took it to Nintendo America and they were like, if we put Mario characters in this, will they will will the American children like this? I think that was literally like a quote I, I remember oh from gosh. the gaming historian <laughs> documentary. It was like, will the children play this? <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah. So they did that. They took this game that already existed in Japan and they put they changed the characters to Mario characters, mm-hmm. and that was Super Mario Brothers two, mm. which is why. And I'll show you after the podcast, but if you look at Super Mario Bros. 1 and 3, they're very similar. They have the same enemies and power-ups and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then 2 is, like, kind of weird. All of the enemies are different. Mm. Like, they don't... The way that they control the game is different. Mm-hmm. You, when you jump on stuff, they don't die. You have to jump on it, and then you pull it up, mm. and then you throw it. Have you ever seen the Mario where, like, you pull turnips out of the ground and throw turnips and stuff? Okay. Uh-huh. Have you seen that one? Yep. That's Mario 2. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Huh. That's story Mario 2. My second fun fact is, did you know that there's a Mario Dance Dance Revolution game? <laughs> I can picture it. I feel like I maybe did know that, but I... It's called Dance Dance Revolution. It's Mario amazing. Mix. Wait, is it like an arcade thing? No, like it's a Wii game. Oh. Oh, oh. no. GameCube game? Mm. I don't remember if it's a Wii or a GameCube game. But. I remember when they were like, when you could buy like the Dance Dance Revolution pads and hook them up to your you know console or whatever i feel like maybe i remember seeing that i don't know where but that's actually pretty hilarious like envisioning mario oh yeah he but they bust moves in that game i'll show you i'll show you the tape of that after this fantastic too maybe we'll put that on the instagram and we'll have that be the meme we'll do mario break dancing nice all right well that's it for my topic all right i guess great we'll have to go to a commercial break break. yeah quick break and then we'll be back a quote commercial break um we'll be back with my my topic yeah i wonder what it is i have no idea (laughs) 
welcome back. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the full costume now. He's got the hat on. Well, actually, he's missing the gloves. But I mean, I was wearing, you know, the, the pants and the shirt before, and I just had the hat. You mean the overalls? They're not just pants. Well, they're pants. I don't know. Okay. Well. These are comfortable. I'll probably wear these. I don't know for what. Around the house. You can't <laughs> go out in those. Besides, if you're wearing a costume. Oh, that's not very nice. I mean, they have lots of little pockets to like put your tools and stuff. What tools? I, I'll wear. I'll wear this. Oh, this this weekend we're doing some house yeah, tra- projects. I'll wear them then. All right. All right. Go right ahead. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Yes. Welcome to part two of this episode. Part two. Michaela's part- topic. I'm very interested because I have okay. absolutely no idea what this is going to be about. All right, Christopher. Um, today's topic is. We have to say, what do you know about? So, okay. <laughs> okay, yes, Chris. What do you know about Paris Hilton? The person, Paris I, Hilton. I, I'm sorry. I have to say nothing. <laughs> you literally don't know who she is? I've heard the name. Sorry. That's it? That's it. Oh, my gosh. It's Okay. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Do you think it's okay? Yeah. Are you sure? No, it's fine that you don't know anything about Paris Hilton because I'm going to tell you. You're going to turn away from me in bed tonight and not not look (laughs) at my face. (laughs) I'd be like, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. You didn't know anything about Paris Hilton. (laughs) That's insane. Um, No, I would never. But I actually am really surprised because I feel like she is... Like a, a a household name kind of thing where like everyone knows who Paris Hilton is. At least they've heard the name and they could say one thing about her. I, how, how, yeah, I bet if you show me a picture, I'd be like, I recognize that celebrity face. Okay. Well, I can, but I, I mean, I don't know. You might not. She looks like a really, you know, rich, wealthy, white girl with blonde hair. Well, um, that's what I expected. Because that's what she is. Um... I'll, I'll pull up a picture. That's fine. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. But is she an actress or? I'm gonna tell you. Or is she just a? She's one of those celebrities where you don't know what she does. It's like a Kardashian sort of. Well, well, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. There's always. Yeah, I kind of recognize the face. Is he? Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I wouldn't be able to tell you what she does or how she's famous or whatever gotcha okay well all right um you know nothing i mean does her name ring a bell at all like anything the name rings a bell you showed me the picture the face rings a bell hilton i assume has to do with the hotels yes um the picture of the face rung a bell but i if you showed me a picture i wouldn't have said paris hilton um and yeah, if you had showed me that picture or just said the name, I could not have said a single thing that is associated with this person. Do you not remember when we watched that Uncle Roger video of him reviewing <laughs> Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian <laughs> cooking? I do actually remember that. I didn't remember that it was Paris Hilton, but I do remember that video. Okay, so I actually, picture we, her. I, you know, it was funny. Th- sorry, go on a tangent. No, go here. ahead. But we watched it. Uncle Roger is a, it, it's Nigel Young is a, is or Nigel Ung is a comedian on youtube 
hilarious. And if you want a good laugh, go watch some Uncle Roger videos. He does his character called Uncle Roger, which is like this, you know, this character of like this middle-aged uh, Asian uncle. And he does reactions to all these sorts of videos. Usually, well, mostly cooking. Usually yeah. cooking videos. Like Some cooking, reality TV, yeah, though. Where you like cooking Asian food and they're like, oh, no, you did it wrong. You know, that right, kind of thing. Right. Um, but he, he did this reaction. So we watched back to back. There's this one video where it's like he watched this reaction of like this. this. Um, I think it's 98, 90 Day Fiance. Is that the one you're talking about? No, it was... Um, the cheapest woman <gasps> yes the cheapest woman cheapest people in america or something like that yeah it's like a, and it's it was like a like tlc this, show or something yeah it was like oh my it gosh. was like this you know this lady who you know they live in like a Just you know an apartment a basic house yeah but like she's like oh we're gonna save everything and, and like we're gonna cook was, the lasagna in the dishwasher right, it was not out of necessity either we it only was like one she light just bulb in didn't want to spend yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they had guests over and forced them to like use the light bulb like they were like forced to carry it around the house yeah. with them to go to use the bathroom or whatever i mean i don't even understand the 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 mind that goes into doing that but and then yes. we watched the one where it was paris hilton and yes. kim kardashian mm-hmm. and i couldn't finish it and i was thinking like how come i feel more when i watch like the quote the, the poor people being ridiculous mm. you know i think it's funny when i watch the rich people being ridiculous i get really mad at it <laughs> you know um, there's probably something to unpack there but yeah i don't know but it was just to. making me upset, like sort yeah. of the out of touch, mm. rich celebrity. That's one another reason. And we talked about this in the Bachelor episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's another reason why I don't enjoy some of this like celebrity stuff is mm-hmm. that like I just get really upset at sort of the out of touch rich person mm. thing. When we watch we watch Gilmore Girls, it's one of our favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole, you know, like half of that show's plot is like. Half of the show's plot is that your star's hollow and mm-hmm. it's like a cozy home thing. And the other half is Lorelai Gilmore's family right, and the whole out of touch, rich, rich of touch. Yes. plot line. And, yeah. you know, it's to the ridiculous degree because oh, it's a sure. TV show. But sure. that like, stuff makes me like, really mad. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, for I the understand. TV show, it's good. It's like a drama. but you know. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand. And I definitely... I get that. I do. Oh, and you watch this show like Selling Sunset and like mm-hmm. these like real estate in mm-hmm. like these these um we'll Beverly Hills like real estate shows yeah. and stuff. Oh my gosh. I, I agree. I think it, it's infuriating to see rich people, like you said, be out of touch. But I've come to realize that they might not be out, as out of touch as they seem. A lot of them seem to be playing a character, which I oh, think for sure on these TV shows, a thousand percent true about um paris hilton which i did not know before so um i'm going to educate hopefully some people out there to you know maybe have some more empathy and respect for paris hilton because she has not had an easy life and um she's also like very very accomplished so you know despite what you may feel or think about her as a person or rich person or you're maybe annoyed by her her character or whatever that's perfectly fine um she is still a person so i'm gonna say you know we're gonna treat her with respect regardless 
of her annoyingness. All right, you know? let's do it. So, okay. Time, respect time. Yes. So, um, if you go on Paris Hilton's website, this is how she's described herself in her about page. These are the, this is what she is. It says she is. She's a businesswoman, influencer, activist, DJ, designer, investor, recording artist, philanthropist, host, actress, chef, model, and author. See, that's sort of what, for for the sort of celebrity where you don't know what they do, like a Kardashian model, not model, like... Right, I know what you mean. (laughs) Um, That's the sort of thing I would expect on the website. Like right. I would expect if I look at Kim Kardashian's website, maybe it does say this. It would say, she's a she's an actress, producer, chef, da da. You know, right, right. Well, I would say it's kind of surprising, but these are all very much true. I mean, she's like she is all of these things, has done all of this oh, yeah, stuff. I don't so, doubt that. um, but anyways, like I said, you know, most people, and I think you said this. She's kind of famous for being famous. She sort mm-hmm. of started that. Um, back in the, um, in the I think it was the nineties or eight or back or early two thousands. I mean, proto Kardashian. Exactly, <laughs> and actually, it's interesting. Her and Kim have been Kim Kardashian have been friends since they were like in their you know early twenties. Similar interests. Similar <laughs> interests, sure. Um, being famous, no, um, money, uh. Anyways, so she is definitely known. Like, like, I think that's just kind of what people think of her as. Being famous for being famous. Like, why is she famous? For no reason at all. But that's not completely true. So, um, a little backstory. She's born in uh, 1981 in New York City. Both of her parents were, um, you know, socialites in New York City. Her great-grandfather is the founder of the Hilton Hotels. So, yes, we're talking money. We're talking big money. Um, And, you know, uh, just a little bit about her her childhood. So, as a child, she was labeled as more of, like, a tomboy. Um, She's not really interested in, like, a lot of the sort of, like, socialite-type lifestyle. She didn't want to do all these, like, you know these balls that her mom made her do and the coming out party, you know, you, you only know, I mean, you know, from like the Gilmore girl stuff, but like, you know, all of those rich people things where they go and they learn etiquette and they do the tea parties and, you know, the, the new England socialites. Exactly. Um, she was not interested in any of that and did not like any of that. It felt very kind of, uh, outside of all of that. Like it was not her. And, um, anyways, uh as a like older teenager she spent a lot of time like um sneaking out of the house going and partying she was like really big in like the new york city club scene so that's where she started getting popular was like you know tabloids and um all like the news um you know different mostly tabloids like taking pictures of her i mean like who is this girl you know um but she was still a teenager at the time so she had like a fake id and stuff like that but she would go out to these clubs and drink and all that stuff and obviously her parents like were worried about her didn't want her doing this didn't whatever but instead of i don't know not doing this 
they sent her away to multiple boarding schools, I guess you could call them. Of course. However, she ran away from two of them. Is there is there a movie about this? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, not a movie. It's a documentary. Oh. But yes. I was going to say, it's a, you know, so make a good movie or something. Oh, yeah. It was probably will be one fantastic. One uh, I pro- there might even be a movie about her life. I don't know. Um, anyways, she ran away from the first two schools that her parents forced her to go to. Um, and so the final time when they sent her off to the school in her documentary called This is Paris, which is a YouTube original movie. So if you want, you should watch it. It's really good. You should watch it. Just a bit of a trigger warning because there is some really like intense stuff in it, but it's really good. Anyways. So the final time, I believe she's like 17. They, um, they ship her off to another boarding school. However, this time, instead of like, you know, just put telling her, Hey, we're going to this place. We really want you, you know, want to get you some help, whatever, because they think she's troubled and all this stuff. That's why she's sneaking out and drinking and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Like troubled in that she's like mentally ill, probably more trouble because of the life her parents are forcing her to live is not her. Anyways, instead of just like taking her, she recounts that in the middle of the night, they like the people that worked at this place like snuck into her room and like kidnapped her essentially to take her to this place i mean traumatic and she still to this day has like nightmares about it like her parents hired people to kidnap basically i mean it was people that were part of this like school or whatever i mean i it's insane so anyways part of this documentary that she put out um was covering a lot of this and a lot of her like trauma and how she's been sort of dealing with it since then but um she kind of recounts the different things that happened to her when she's at that school and a lot of like physical emotional sexual abuse like they're forcing them to take medications and be kind of sedated all the time Um, So they couldn't run away because they didn't have like the mental capacity to run away. Um, So she was there for the school is is, it was intended to be like a a mental health facility, basically, for like troubled teens. Um, And then they finished school. They're supposed to anyways. She ended up like leaving as soon as she turned 18. She was like, I'm out of here. And then ended up getting her GED. So I... when I learned that I was like you know what some people knock the whole GED thing and think that it's a lesser form of education but I just want to say if Paris Hilton can get her GED and be as successful as she is you can too there's a reason that GED exists yeah um anyways so she went through this extremely traumatic time in her life um and then from there basically went immediately into um modeling so um she actually was uh she ended up signing with donald trump's modeling agency (laughs) i mean i think their families were like friends you know it's the whole new york socialite thing why does donald trump have a modeling agency we all know why um (laughs) and 
she started getting more and more popular. Like she started modeling and kind of got signed with these like huge art, uh, you know, photographers and like very popular, like, um, you know, fashion designers and all that kind of stuff. So she got really, really famous kind of fast. And then, um, she ended up getting put on a reality TV show with her friend, Nicole Ritchie. The name of this TV show was called The Simple Life. And the premise of this show is fantastic. The whole, like, and I need, I, I've watched clips from it, but I'm gonna, I'm like, I want to go watch it now because I'm like, this, I, I've never watched the show all the way through. So I'm like, I need to watch it. The premise of the show is these two socialite, you know, rich, privileged girls go to small towns across America doing different like menial jobs and tasks. So like the first season they're living in like the middle of nowhere, Arkansas and have to like work at some like sub shop or something for like a <laughs> like a month or something. I don't know. It feels like though, like those survival shows where it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, survival out in the wilderness. And then when the camera turns off, they like go to their private helicopter oh, sure. or something. It's like, you know, they're going to go back to their trailer right, and, right, you right. know, get a manicure or well, whatever. Well, so yeah, after, the last season, the right. The last season, it features them um, doing uh, a summer camp. Like they're, um, they're like the can- the counselors at a summer camp, <laughs> which I'm like, I imagine they probably, I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched it. So maybe they don't you know gotta go back like you said go back but i feel like they probably would um but anyways this show was insanely popular um the first episode had um 13 million viewers on its first episode when, when it was, was on this? fox what was it was this time, uh this was in period? 2003 2003 the the heyday of reality yeah. tv which is more than any keeping up with the kardashians or any of those kinds of shows have had i mean well you know reality tv was like you know american idol and survivor yeah. that was the like i said that was the heyday yeah um so the show ran for five seasons so they they did it for a while and then it ended up being canceled after nicole and paris had a falling out which they say there's lots of speculation as to what happened some people think it's because Nicole showed some of their friends a sex tape of Paris's. That's kind of like the the speculated reason, and she was obviously upset about that. You know, this sounds this sounds from the the Nicole and Paris debacle or something. You know, that oh, yeah. sort of rings mm-hmm. a, a bit of a bell. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, let's move on a little bit about the things that that Paris Hilton has done. She. Um, her one of her her major things is fragrances that's like her biggest sort of thing um she is very big with nfts right now that's like her thing is she thinks nfts are the future um and you know how i feel about that so it's dumb um but does our listening audience now how about you go into it you know let's go for 20 minutes i don't need to go (laughs) deep into it because honestly if i'm being like totally transparent i don't know anything about how any of that stuff works i just know that it is breeding ground for scams and like literally is going to be worth nothing in like a decade so 
I mean, like just the other day, I saw that Logan Paul, you know, the YouTuber Logan Paul, had like bought an NFT like a year and a half ago for like $60,000 or something. And it's worth $10 today. I mean, is there anything you could invest in that would be like that in a year? No. It's so unstable. So it's just like, I don't know, it's a scam. It's a scam. Something about it is so scammy to me. I mean... I I agree when you said it was a breeding ground for scams, although I don't think it is a scam. I mean, well, no, it's not like the person who invented the technology right. was scamming anybody. No, I agree. I think it could be good, but I think it's just it's like the same thing with I, I think cr- or, uh, some cryptocurrencies. Crypto, honestly, cryptocurrencies but. are the breeding ground yeah. for scams because you can't regulate any of it. And that's the point. That's why it was I invented. Know. Because people wanted to scam people, I guess. No, it was invented be- because <laughs> know, it was sort of an anti-government and decentralization. Of it had more lofty goals. Let's it could have been good, and I think it's terrible. Anyways, um, she's that's one other thing she's very big in. That'll be a big pop culture topic for another episode. Yeah, maybe. I maybe don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll start a I don't, controversial topics show. Oh, maybe. I don't know enough about how NFTs and crypto and all that stuff works. I just know I mean, sort I of the... I know all about how it works. That's true. And I I've, feel like I maybe know more of like the drama stuff around it and like the influencers that have started their own coins and then did like rug pulls on people. Like I know about kind of some of the stuff like that that's like, you know, very shady and BitConnect, you know. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? BitConnect. Anyways, <laughs> back to Paris Hilton. So, um, oh, one thing you might know her for, her like big line during the, the Simple Life TV show, it started then, was, that's hot. So she would say, like, that's hot about anything she liked, basically. Like, that's hot means I like that, or that's cool, or that's good. You know what? That's hot. (laughs) I've never heard that But, of course, she says it in a Paris voice. Well, I know she said it in that cooking video that we watched. Of course. I can't do the Paris voice, but it is so unique. I don't know how. So she's talked about this before. She kind of developed this character essentially for the simple life and it just stuck with her for her entire life so she's like 40 something now and still does this character of paris hilton you know based on you know what she said about her upbringing it feels like her role in that reality show is sort of like she's trying to make fun yeah of people like that yeah and, you know, that, that tracks with you saying that she's doing a character. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. And you dig into, like, celebrities and their voices and, like, their characters mm-hmm. that sort of consume their lives. Do you know that Charlize Theron, I, I don't know if that's actually how you say your name, but I that's how most Charlize. people. Yeah, that's how most people say your name. Mm-hmm. You know she's South African. Oh, yeah. And she, English is a second language. Mm-hmm. And she talks like it has normal American accent. Right that was like acquired right and that's just how she talks now yeah it was probably i mean some of it's out of necessity right like you're like i got yeah they do it because that's what they have to do for their job or whatever but well obviously like you know when you're an actress you do Mm -hmm. all kinds of accents for your movies yeah yeah well that's the thing so paris hilton's been in a lot of movies she's starred in a few um 
but she's always playing herself basically like she's kind of always been this sort of dumb blonde persona is like her thing and i you know i don't know it's hard to fully put it into words because there's a part of me that's like honey you know that's not you why why give off that you know sort of i think she's trying to make a point maybe but it doesn't it's not obvious so it's not until she says oh that's not actually me and you hear her talk in a normal voice that you go oh i mean does she do that frequently does she no i mean that i does she have got does she ever been on an interview where she like more recently that where she like does oh sure more recently and i think there was maybe a few times when she was like in the the simple life show and like was doing interviews and stuff that they people would ask her like is this really you and she'd kind of like sort of stop with the accent for a second and and you know go be herself but i don't know i think part of it too she's like done it for so long that it's just her like it's probably hard to like not do it all the time which i think she she did talk about that does she do that in private i don't know well yeah i mean because it's private this documentary like kind of followed her through a lot of different sort of private moments like in her house and you know her kind of doing her own thing kind of behind the scenes of different things and yeah she's sort of normal and herself doesn't do the accent but there's other times where she does even when she's alone so i don't know it's interesting but um i like i said did not know that it was even a character i had no idea i thought it was just her and i don't know it's fascinating that she's kept up with it for so long and kept this sort of persona for so long even though she's not on the TV show anymore. But it's just her. It's like her brand. So like one thing she did, she trademarked that. That's hot. She trademarked <laughs> it. It's her thing, you know. I mean, it's a good tagline. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, the other, other she has like a couple other catchphrases, but one of them was sliving. I think it means like slaying and living together. Mm, that's sliving. That's a good one. Um, she's like, I'm totally sliving right now. It almost sounds like... <laughs> Like, I feel like it sounds like it's going to be some kind of innuendo, but I can't. I know. Like, it doesn't quite line up with no, any it doesn't. actual innuendos. It's kind of a weird, it's a weird sounding word. But, I mean, that that's hot is like the thing, though. She has this very airy kind of like slow talking voice when and high pitched when she's like doing the Paris voice. But anyways, obviously, she's insanely popular. She's like hosted SNL. She's done all these cameos on tv shows she was actually on an episode of supernatural taking it back Mm. to our our um other episode um you should definitely you definitely need to do supernatural as a topic i will i'll talk about it sometime um but yeah i mean that was actually the first time i think i ever like knew paris hilton existed was um was an episode of supernatural and they were like it was like a wax museum or something that they were in, I think, in the episode. I think I remember, I think I remember that episode. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what? Paris Hilton? You know, because she comes to life or something because it's a wax museum and of something course. happens. They get like possessed. I don't know. You know, I I think that, I bet this, have you heard of TV Tropes, a website? Uh-huh. I bet this is on TV Tropes. But I feel like every, if, if you have a wax museum in a TV show oh, or yeah. movie, Every, it's coming to life oh, like yeah. right oh yeah I, it's gotta be like 
Something's come to 95% of the wax museums. At least one of them. Like, why would you go to a wax museum? Yeah. In a TV show. It's either, it's boring. either, it's either, it's like a sitcom and the one mm-hmm. character who's really boring wants to go to the wax museum. Mm-hmm. Or the, the stuff is coming to life. Right. Right. I, yep. No, I feel you. I agree. Yeah. Anyways, that, um. I think that was the first time I ever heard of Paris Hilton, though, like, legitimately. But, yeah, in that episode, she, like, she does, like, a cameo in it. But um, I think she's much too popular now, though, like, too famous to be on, like, an episode of Supernatural. She, um, she, her main thing now is DJing. Mm. So she's a very prominent person in, like, the DJing world. I think I saw that like she charges like a million dollars a night or something yeah, to do her DJing. I mean, she's like, she tours all over, you know, doing her thing. Shaq does that too. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. He's a big DJ. I wonder if they've ever collaborated. <laughs> the Shaq, Paris, Paris Hilton, Hilton, Dead Mouse, you <laughs> yeah. the Skrillex well, concert. So I, when I was reading about it, that was like her <laughs> debut was like a, a, a Dead Mouse like thing like she, she opened went for dead mouse something like or that did dead mouse open for paris hilton i don't know but they <laughs> did something together that was like her debut day djing thing i'm like geez i think most djs at debut are like at their cousin's wedding or something you know yeah well when you're famous when you're famous but yeah i um i don't know it's interesting reading about everything she's done she owns like a, a a race car crew or something in spain i mean she owns so many things she's like really branched herself out into all the different places to make money i feel like if i became rich and famous that's what i would do i would try to do as many things as i can oh, yeah that the money has afforded me to do for sure that's already what i try to do now i'm not rich and famous you know right. i try to you know write things draw things make yeah. music we're doing a podcast you know kind of try your hand at all different kinds of things yeah um but anyways i would say Despite everything, like, I know she doesn't have a great relationship with her parents. Oh, wow. Okay. Obviously. I wouldn't have thought Which that. actually, her mom is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's apparently a hot mess, which I don't doubt it. She's, like, not a great person, I guess. Which, that's another thing we could talk about is Real Housewives. I need to watch that. I need to watch Real Housewives. Um, I'll be happy anyways, just learning about it from you. Yeah, you don't have to watch it with me. That's one, I mean, you would be totally and utterly PO'd watching something like Real Housewives. It would probably, like, put you over the edge. You know, there was nothing worse than yummy mummies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you know, you know. The argument about the baby wearing, like, Gucci or whatever. No, Versace. Versace? Yeah. The baby had to wear Versace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris is like I have no words. <laughs> um all right, one last sort of like little fun fact about Paris Hilton. She um originally only 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 inherited 5 million dollars from her, you know, family. Now I want you to guess how much money she's worth today. How much money did you say that she inherited? 5 million. 5 million. That's not that much for Famous people money. Well, only $5 million. Yeah. Uh, how much is she worth today? 
Um, so let's see. Mario's worth. Uh, she does not have Mario money. $45 billion or something. She does not have Mario money. Yeah, I <laughs> or doubt. Or even close to Mario money. I doubt she's in the. Uh, maybe she. I don't think that. Celebrities usually don't make billionaire. No. So let be, billionaire is billionaires kind billionaires of billionaires like CEOs. Yeah. Um. So it's millions. Uh five hundred million. No, no, that that's half a billion. Five hundred million. Uh, a little bit too much. Three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred hey, million. That far off. Which is still a lot. Yeah. It's still a lot. Yeah. Whenever I, mean, I th- <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Whenever I think of, uh, you know, a celebrity like she only inherited five million, I always think of that clip of Donald Trump where he goes like, "My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars." Dude, that gets me every time. I understand. I I understand the context. Right, right. And I right. understand in the situation, small loan, but right. a get small out of context. There's a lot of Donald Trump quotes you can take out of context and they become very funny. Oh, sure. I mean, they're kind of funny even in context. I mean, a small loan, a small loan is $10. Yeah, but... A small loan is 100 It Even. Context. A million dollars? A million dollars? Some people don't even see that much money in their life. Like, they go through their entire life and probably have never seen a million dollars. A million dollars. Small. So anyways, $300 million. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money. Paris is raked in the paper. But, um, you know, I think despite, like, you don't know, I guess you didn't know anything about Paris Hilton. I think most people probably know, like, they know what her voice sounds like. They kind of know the, like, sort of persona of Paris Hilton. But, uh, um, you know, after learning about the different things she's been through, and learning about the things that she stands for now. So, like, after this documentary, she's been very outspoken about getting this school shut down because it's still open. She's been very outspoken about um, everything that happened to her and changing the laws and making sure this can't happen to anyone ever again. Kind of, you know, she's been very, um, you know, active in, like, mental health, um, uh, for especially for like teens and and young adults because you know she kind of talks about that with herself like if she would have had had help or knew what to do or whatever maybe things would have been different um so yeah she's she's been very you know prominent in those circles which i think it's like if you have that kind of money if you have the things you have like do something go with it and i think she is so she's very prominent in her you know charity and activism and things like that so um you know, good for Paris. I feel like she, she, in the documentary especially, she talks a lot about the way that her life has been impacted and the things that have happened to her. She has trouble sleeping. She has nightmares. She like she she talks about in the the documentary like being afraid to go to sleep at night because she knew she's gonna have these terrors and stuff. I mean, it's really sad, but um, it's also kind of makes you realize like celebrities and these people that are like you know obviously so rich like they're still humans you know they're still people with feelings and with trauma and with you know not all of them obviously have like some kind of traumatic thing that happened to them but you know everybody's got their things they're still human beings 
and especially Paris. I don't know. I felt like watching the documentary could feel a lot of empathy for her, even though I originally thought like she's like the dumb blonde, you know, sort of trope. That's her because that's who she is. But no, it's a character. She kind of, I would guess, probably a way for her to, I don't know, sort of shield herself off from from criticism because it's like okay if i'm not even myself and then no one can criticize me or you know whatever um and if they do criticize her it's like they're criticizing my character not me you know i really would suggest people watch the documentary if you can i mean don't you know like i said it is it is kind of intense so don't don't force yourself to put you know go through that if you if you don't want to but it is a good documentary and then also, I'm going to be, I think I'm definitely going to be watching the, I have to figure out how to watch it, but The Simple Life, I feel like it's got to be such good reality TV. Like I said, I've seen like clips from it, sort of the iconic moments from it, and it is so good. It's such good reality TV. I feel like I need to watch all of it because I will probably eat it up. Um, but at the end of the day, we've learned what, Christopher? What have you learned? Wow. You know that stuff you were talking about, about how you misjudged her and about her life and how she shields herself. It's a lot deeper than the stuff that I said about Mario. <laughs> well, Mario is not even a real person, Christopher. About Mario being an everyman. I was trying to make that deep. <laughs> you were a lot deeper than me. This whole section, this whole section was a lot, was a lot deeper than maybe either of us expected. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is, like I said, this documentary I watched, I don't know. I think uh, it's easy for us to to watch these celebrities and just judge from afar and assume that their lives should be so easy because they're rich and they ha- they're privileged and they have everything they want. And it's, you know, we put them under a microscope, maybe harshly criticize them more than we would someone else. And sometimes it's rightfully so because they are in positions of power and the things they say and do like make a difference in people's lives because they are influential. But other things, it's like she's not doing anything to hurt anyone. She's just, you know, I think a lot of the hate towards her comes from like kind of misogyny. You know, it's like they just don't like her because she's this, you know, dumb blonde sort of like character. It's like, a stupid woman you know so that's kind of how she gets treated and people hate her for it for whatever reason but she's not ever really done anything wrong like she's not sure everybody has their you know skeletons i think she maybe had like a dui or something but at the end of the day she's not like evil or you know actively going out of her way to like you know tear down an entire people group or something you know she's just a person living her life is she privileged? Heck yes. Um, but that doesn't make her a bad person. I think it's easy for us to kind of be like very judgmental of people like that. But Again, that was, that was all very deep. You're really digging deep today. Oh, well, I don't know. I was really moved by the documentary. It was... I yeah it was it was a very like I don't know I probably watched it over a year like two years ago or something maybe three and it still sticks with me I still can picture some of like the images in my head of like you know her talking about things or that different things she did or whatever so 
Yeah. It's you know? such a good, it was really good. And I, I don't know. And you know, this was a great it. topic. It's culturally relevant. Yeah. It's definitely pop culture. Mm-hmm. It's something I didn't know. That's true. You knew nothing. And it's something that you care about. And yeah. That from, you know, you're, you're communicating something that stuck with you. It's true. It really did stick with me. And even though I, I didn't grow up with Paris Hilton, I didn't grow up with her, like, you know, watching the show. I didn't grow up with, like, my friends liking Paris Hilton or anything like that. I think it was definitely, like, the people around me were were definitely the kind of people to be, like, she's stupid, you know? Um, I didn't really know much about Paris Hilton until I started watching, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and stuff like that. Like, I was like, oh, they're friends, you know? So I, I kind of knew who she was. Um, but I don't know. It was that documentary. It really stuck with me. It really did. She feels very different from your topic last week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple weeks ago, I forgot to mention at the. I, I guess I'm done with my section, but um, oh yeah, we're 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 wrapping up the show. Yeah, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, but like, sorry for the little bit of a delay on getting an episode out. Oh, yeah. We are like five listeners or whoever's listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. We we intended to record last week. We've just had like some. I don't know. Life gets in the way mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. Actually, our analytics show, I don't know, what was it? Wasn't it like 90 people or something? Well, total. it was like 100 downloads. Mm-hmm. And who knows what that actually means or how they calculate no that. Or if that means they, how much they listen to the show right. or whatever. But there's a couple people around the world. I don't know how podcast we propagation works. We don't care who yeah. or where or what or why, but we are just we're, so grateful. We're having fun. And hey, if you're listening from somewhere far away, if you don't, if you're not family or friends of us, mm-hmm. we love that you're listening. And if you are family and friends of us, we also really, really, really yeah. love that you're listening because I don't know, means the world to us. You hear us talk when we're with you, so you know, you yeah. so hear us talk more when we're not with you. It's kind so, of impressive. Give us five stars. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, smash that like button. Well, actually, well, well, let's get into the outro stuff here. So you can listen to what do you know about mm-hmm. on. Let's see, we use a service that propagates it out, but it's definitely on Spotify, Spotify, Amazon, Amazon, iTunes, iTunes. We post it on YouTube at the YouTube yep. channel. What mm-hmm. do you know about? I think it might um, be on like Amazon. Oh no, you said that already. I think that's. I think that's. Everything. There's a couple other ones. Maybe there, but... there might be some some side. I think like Google Podcasts oh, or mm-hmm. some side podcast services that because we use RSS.com to spread our podcast out to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and if this episode interests you, this is our fourth episode. We've talked about we've talked about mukbangs, mm. <laughs> um, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, we talked about the video game Starcraft mm-hmm. and the, the Bachelor, Bachelor um, the Hell House. Yes, the urban legend of Ellicott City, the Hell House, and uh, Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, we've had some good episodes so yeah. far, and I think honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I think today's might be the best so far. I agree. I think today the topics were snappy. Yeah, lots of interesting facts. It wasn't too long. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I do too. As much as and we did. If you did, give us five stars, like, <laughs> subscribe, comment, whatever all that jazz. Whatever the thing is on the thing that you're listening with. Yes. And we will see you again next time. Peace. Bye.